Today is Tuesday, October 27th. Welcome back. Um, it's about quarter after 11 p.m. And tomorrow is my CT scan and biopsy. Uh, before we get into that, <clears throat> I told um, two of my very good friends, uh, they're a couple, I told them on Sunday when I was at their house, um, and of course they're very supportive, so I am very grateful for them and for their support. Um, hmm. I'm kind of glad, I shouldn't say I'm kind of glad, I'm glad I, that the date got moved up, um, because if you'll remember, um, this wasn't supposed to happen until, oh, next week, but I'm glad it happened, I'm glad they could get me in sooner, because that's the, I think the hardest thing about this process is that it's not like um, everything happens quickly. So um, this last two weeks has been interesting. It still feels a bit like it's not real. I mean, even though <laughs> I, I can feel the lesion um, yeah, it just still feels a bit weird and not real. So, yeah, I'm sure that that, hmm, I'm sure that that will change. I wonder why that is. I wonder why it doesn't feel real. Hmm. Probably because even though I've talked about and thought about, um, prayed about, um, what will happen, it still hasn't happened. Excuse me. So there, therefore it's not real yet. At, at first I thought maybe it's because I hadn't accepted it. Um, but at this point, right, we don't even know what it is. Um, which is the whole appointment, whole point of tomorrow's appointment. And, um, yeah. So, maybe that's kind of the key to all of this is it will never feel 
real until it does happen. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying not to get too stuck in the future, the what will happen. I really have just been trying to stay in the present as much as possible. Maybe, maybe that's part of our survival technique as humans, is that we forget about death long enough to live life. Hmm. I kind of, that, that, all that thought and stuff, all that moment triggered the concept that they talk about with women uh, having, getting pregnant and having babies, you know, they say there's a, you, you go through it and it's painful and it's sometimes really not the most fun you've ever had. And, uh, then you still choose to go through it again. <laughs> um, so we have these slight reminders about death and about our mortality and yet our mind Probably not just our mind, our intellect, emotion, and instinct. Those are my three centers of knowing, right? Those allow for us to not be consumed by the finality of things. But that's their job, I think. That's because it's not all about death, right? It's not all about death or what's going to happen or it's about all of it. That's just one part, right? So how am I feeling about tomorrow? Well, tomorrow, well, I did some, re um, reached out and did a little research, um, probably have to um, try to see if I can get on Medicaid. Um, one. Uh, so, you know, uh, after finding out what things look like tomorrow or however long the tests take, whatever that looks like, because I'm still not sure. Um, yeah, then we'll, in between now and then, find out uh, how to pay for this, I guess. Um Yeah. Um, also, I think that um, I thought it was kind of funny. I, I had to sign some papers today um, on my patient portal about um, that I had been... <clears throat> excuse me, um, educated, um, that iodine can cause nausea, rashes, and in rare cases, um, liver failure, um, your throat closing up and yeah, death, something like that. I just thought it was kind of funny that I just, it struck me as funny. Um, cause I guess that's what we have to do, right? We have to 
put iodine into my bloodstream. Uh, and yeah, I really have no fucking clue how it works. Um, anyway, so that'll be interesting tomorrow. Um, I feel like it'll be interesting to have more inf I hope I have more information tomorrow. That's like, I think the worst thing for me at the moment is um, just not having any uh, clear information. Um, so I hope that that is rectified tomorrow. But like I said, this shit does not move fast. It doesn't... Um, yeah, you kind of have to learn a bit of patience um which is pretty fucking exhausting um i'm exhausted this month has been exhausting um i wanted to touch on one other thing well a couple other things one of them was um crying and the first so when I when I ended up sobbing, sobbing, sobbing after the second doctor's appointment, that was different. I don't I'm not really sure what that was, but there are times now when I start to become overwhelmed, like when I told my friends and um I got a little teary, but I didn't feel one of my questions that that I was asked asked was because of your mom dying, are you more afraid? And I thought that was an interesting question. Um, excuse me. I'm not afraid um, of dying. Um, I don't think so. Anyway, um, I think, well, even, even the concept of missing out on things... I don't necessarily feel like I would be because I believe that you're still around after. Um, I've had too many experiences to not believe that. So, um, so um, sometimes when I get, well, I think that when I'm feeling when I get teary, I'm feeling, because it's been in certain situations too, I feel like I'm just feeling an overwhelming amount of love and gratitude, um, but also that love where I'm going to miss you, you know? Um, but in the grand scheme of things, um, that's just my mind being able, my mind's perception of it, my little perception of, of it, because I'm sure that once I cross over, no matter when that is, um, it, it'll be like a blink of an eye and my friends and family will have lived their life and have will have will be back 
we'll all be um, connected again together. Well, my niece, um, who's married, and her daughter is my goddaughter, um, they've talked about and they want to um, build us near us. And um, actually, it would be right next door. Um, and... That would be so amazing and exciting for them to to watch the girls grow up coming over and being taught how to take care of the chickens and how to take care of the garden and how to appreciate nature and to see our The ways that we walk in in our spirituality that are different. They're shown by the ancestors. And it'd be amazing, since I don't have children of my own, uh, to experience that. And I, if for some reason this doesn't work out, I will miss that. Um, but I'll be there, just not in physical form. Um... But it really has brought up this uh, kind of concept of, you know, what do we choose as our inspiration? What do we, what is it that we fight for? What is it that we, that um, makes us not give up? Um, yeah, that, so that's been an interesting uh, concept or interesting thing to think about within the intricate web uh, right now. Um, I have a, a saying tattooed on my calf um, that the gist of it is um, I will die as I was born screaming and covered in blood. So the concept of that really isn't, I don't know what it sounds like, but it's that I, I won't give up and that, um, you know, to my last breath I'll fight. And I think about that a lot. I think about... What constitutes giving up? What constitutes fighting? I also know that me personally, um, I'm stubborn. And in my time here, in this lifetime, I have not always... No, let me, let me back that up. 
I usually provide more resistance than I, I need to. <laughs> and um, I've resisted many things. So part of my thoughts in this process is when do I resist and when do I not? When do you fight? When do you not? I think it'll be interesting if I have to. So I feel, um, I feel an irritation in my throat and in my tongue. Um, pretty sure it's connected to the lesion. So whether that's just the irritation is connected or something has spread, if it is cancer, you know, um, in my mind, what am I, in my thought pattern, what am I willing to give up? Um, you know, I do think, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I think it was funny. I finally, I told um, my friend that the name of my memoir was going to be um, I found my voice when I lost my tongue. And he just shook his head. But, um, you know, Odin gave up his eye for a change in perspective to be able to see differently, to be able to see more. And it's quite possible that I'm being provided an opportunity to change something. To bring a bigger, broader awareness to myself, uh, an ability, a power Being quiet, not speaking, might be the next reprogramming, re, not reprogramming, rewiring needed for me to continue on my path, continue on my path as a shaman, as um, a shamanic practitioner in the northern traditions. They talk about shamanic death and a lot of times yeah, you can have um, these deaths that are quite metaphorical and then there are times when it is quite literal. Um, yeah, so all of these things the last couple of weeks uh, have been going through my mind as well as Jesus, just take some time, uh, rearrange your schedule, do not put so much on the calendar, um, just take a little bit of time, relax, take care of yourself more. So, um, I guess we're at about 20 minutes and, um, I'm going to post this tonight and then, um, I'll be posting another episode tomorrow, um, that includes all the information I gain from tomorrow. So, 
Thanks for listening. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you soon.